I'm Jordan Haas. This is the Game Show's I Suppose solo session of Fear Factor. The stunts you're about to hear were all designed and supervised by trained professionals. They are extremely dangerous and should not be attempted by anyone, anywhere, anytime. Hey, welcome to Jordan Haas' series of pop game show podcast. Jordan Haas game shows as a podcast. Her podcast, Jordan Haas. So I'm just gonna just sleep right here. Just wanna just man, the edible really got to me right now. Whoa, it's just gonna. Ah. Ever notice it just looks like a giant donut? Oh, so this. Fear Factor episode. Uh, yeah, just, you never notice, like... Where's Alex Jones? Whatever the fuck happened to Alex... See, fuck what's good guy. We're gonna get him fucking back on here. Fucking shit. Get the fuck back on here. That's what we gotta fucking do. We gotta go crazy. We're gonna get fucking crazy in this shit. So, fucking... Sh- fuck. Just, you know... You ever take DMT and watch Fear Factor? You know, just once. Once I watched watched old Fear Factor episodes on the Chiller, and holy shit, what the fuck was going? Whoa, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the f- what the fuck? <laughs> so, you know, I want Elon Musk, would you ever go in that scorpion pit for $50,000? I wouldn't. Elon, Elon, you want to do weed? Talk. Elon, how was... What do they smell like? What does this... What does sex smell like to you? <laughs> <laughs> Monday. We call this one the human catapult. The rat. The water torture cell. You will be up there. You're gonna jump from the 12th floor. You'll be covered by two dozen snakes. Six young people will compete against their fears and against each other. I think she might start to cry. Fear Factor World Premiere at NBC Monday. If you want, you can come back in. Shut up, Joe! Hi, folks. Welcome to one game shows, I suppose. This is the Fear Factor episode. This is a special episode because... If I'm not mistaken, this is probably going to be on Patreon. Why is it? Because I don't give a shit about Fear Factor enough to make it a public episode for game shows, I suppose. It's not my favorite game show. It's not even really a good enough game show to really dissect. As much as I was putting on the list of this might be one of those game shows because it has significant like amount of reality television attached, and it is a game show, it just... It's just one of those shows where it's just like, oh, well, never mind. Now, I remember watching the very first season of Fear Factor and going, this is kind of interesting. I can kind of see why this show would work. And then, like, as the seasons progressed, it became more and more 
uh, stupid. It was like the dumbest fucking show to the point of like, I didn't care for it. Then it went to like the later rounds where it was just like every seem seems to be like the NBC standpoint of you have to do a Miss Teen USA episode, Celebrity Fear Factor, uh, Psycho House Fear Factor, uh, Military Fear Factor, Million Dollar Grand Champion Fear Factor, and it just became gimmick after gimmick to the point of it just never. I never really got interested in Fear Factor after that. It just became so many gimmicks. And it feels like it's so it's so tough to describe the show, other than miscellaneous stunt show where one person wins. Originally, I, I was easy to dissect, and we are going to be talking about all three versions of Fear Factor in America today. This this show has international episode. I mean, it it started out okay. So the origin story of Fear Factor. We are going back to the late 90s. Remember, reality television shows on the rise. Survivor is a big hit. Big Brother shows up. We got things like The Mole. And uh, there's a show in the Netherlands called Now or Neverland. Or uh, Now or Neverland. And uh, the, uh, the premise is basically somewhat like Fear Factor, but not really. Contestants would go through the same kind of Fear Factor-like challenges. You know, Hype Bay, Snake Pit, whatever. Uh, and if they complete it, because this is their biggest fear, because they were basically forced into it against their will by a, by a stranger who was a close relative, like, my mom's really afraid of snakes, oh, I, I don't like scorpion. Uh, okay, well, we'll give you a trip if you go put your head in the scorpion tank. That's, that was now our Netherland, uh, Neverland. It was originally piloted. As now or never, colon, face your fears, a Fox special hosted by Jerry Springer at a time when Fox did all sorts of specials instead of actually picking up seasons. This is like your main versus beast uh, or that weird food eating competition show, the Glutton Bowl. This this was one of those specials uh, and it didn't really do well. It then got a spinoff. I dare you, colon, the ultimate challenge. Uh, which would later go on to UPN. Uh, that's where the production company took with now or, ne- or, or never call and face your fears. But the premise of the show would later be bought and co-opted by another person, a guy by the name of Matt Kunitz. Matt Kunitz is reality television. He got his start working on the real world. Uh, and then he was trying to figure out what's the latest seasons because you got to think like he can only do so many real world shows before he just ends up fizzling out. Uh, so he basically spent a long time trying to pitch a new ver- a new stunt show called Fear Factor. His idea of Fear Factor was not kind of like uh, what you would expect from say a stunt show because when everyone thinks the real world guy is going to do a stunt show. NBC was probably thinking, oh, we're just doing network version of Road Rules. But instead, his vision of the show was actually more of a horror movie brought to life. So when he was talking about Fear Factor originally, he wanted it to have different sets. He was talking about set dressing. He was talking about the contestants going into a world. He was talking about the host not being a host. He was like, we're not doing game show host. We're not doing any words of encouragement. We're just going to have it be like, this is a sadistic show for sadistic people. 
all of the contestants are not stuntmen. They are actually just everyday people who have no clue what they're going to get themselves into. Uh, I do not know why. That That's a question that's in my oblivious mind. Don't know the reason. My guess is because standards and practices to make sure there's a fair game. So it's not like everyone here is afraid of spiders, so we're going to do a spider challenge. It is more of a... We pre-selected these to be the three games, and this is going to be how it works. If you've never seen Fear Factor before, and Lord knows you're probably one of the rare people who have, the rule sheet of a default episode is the exact same that Joe Rogan says at the start of every show. You six people have been brought here from all over the country for one reason. Stare fear in the eye as you compete for $50,000. To win the money, you have to complete three extreme stunts. These stunts are not only to test you physically, but mentally as well. If you're too afraid to attempt the stunt, you're eliminated. If you try a stunt but fail to complete it, you're gone. If you succeed, you'll move on to the next round and be that much closer to the $50,000 in cash. You ready to see the first stunt? Well, it's right above you. You will be attached to that helicopter, and you will be up to 10 stories high. You'll be, atta- you'll be having four beanbags while attached to the helicopter. Your job is to drop them onto that target below. The one man and the one woman furthest from the target in four beanbags will be eliminated from the game. We have randomly chosen who goes first, and that's so-and-so. Now, I... I have what I have will admit I've almost watched every episode of Fear Factor. Why? To me it's it's not as harmless as in a lot of other shows, but on the challenge front that's where it succeeds. But a lot of the stunts suck. I will admit a lot of the MTV one was god awful. It was shit terrible. Like Ludacris's run of Fear Factor fucking terrible. A lot of the stunts on Joe Rogan's shit as well. If I had to dissect the games on Fear Factor, I would like to say it is it's t- it's really tough because sometimes they do all sorts of different versions. But mainline, I'm going to say stunt one, first round, the first challenge with six people. It's the quote unquote everyday fear. I call it everyday fear because I think it, it's based on one known fear that everyone has. So it's like fear of heights, fear of, of swimming, fear of the, it's, it's basically like a very quick game. It, it's, it's going to be like, you're going to, for instance, jump out of the building in the high wire. For some reason that was like first season, second season fear factor was the, everybody has to do X and like everyone has to get naked and then get their photos by all these photographers and they'll be published in a magazine haha you didn't expect to be filmed in the new today did you haha what's you being modest Uh, that was one or jumping out of the building was one i i think those were always like the shit like shit ones and i don't think those challenges really fit well um but when it was something like uh you have to go across a beam on a bike and whoever's furthest on the beam wins. That works. Uh, grab as many flags as you can from point A to point B. That's typically a, a first round stunt, or uh, it's or it's it's something that's like uh, you have to go under a pool, grab a grab the key 
unlock the chain to grab this and continue. It's it's always like one or two parts, and it's supposed to play off, you know, like a fear of drowning, a fear of 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 heights, a fear. It's always an everyday fear that people have. Uh, not necessarily something extreme, extreme, because that might be going on later. But something like, you know, like a buried alive kind of challenge would be stunt one. That would be typically stunt one is the everyday fear. Uh, And then, of course, it's usually because it's uh, six contestants, three men, three women. Uh, Whoever's the weakest guy and the weakest girl gets the boot. And then they continue from there. When we go into round two, when there's four contestants left... This is where the show became famous. This is the iconic gross-out challenges. I say gross-out because it's always fucking hurting animals in some form or another, eating gross shit that's a delicacy in another country, uh, or lying in a pit of snakes and spiders. They all know snakes and spiders, or EY just ate something gross. So you gotta eat Madagascar hissing cockroaches. You gotta be in the snake pit uh, for ten minutes. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And they always are supposed to be. Ew! Isn't that scary? Look at how stupid people are doing this shit for fifty thousand dollars. And then you're just looking at this, going, "This is dumb." Or I don't want to see a guy vomit on television because they have to eat earthworms. You gotta eat blended eyeballs. Ooh, gross. And you're just like, yeah, that's the real eyeballs, and they're really drinking it. All right, well, I'm gonna vomit. At no point in, in the show do you really feel like in, in uh, the second act, boy, I'm really excited to watch Fear Factor today. Usually, the second act is what I call the audience hmm, I wonder if there's something else on. And that's when you find out it's like, oh, it's a sitcom. Oh, oh, Fox has like a a crappy new reality show like Joe Millionaire. And you're just in there like, fuck, I'm not going to watch either of those those crappy shows. Okay, they're still, okay, so now they're in the spider pit. Okay, they have tarantulas covering their face. Oh, okay. That's usually stunt two. Stunt two, if it's not a, you, I ate something gross, like a hissing cockroach or something spicy or something to, it's intended to make you vomit or be very gross, like a dead rat, eat, eat the rat. Eat the rat. Gross, right? Ew. If you vomit, you're eliminated. Oh, don't, you have to drink it the fastest because that's either how they do it or it's you have to go on to the next round. So round two rules are usually a little weird. Um... Sometimes it's man and woman who drinks, like, eats the thing the fastest, stays in the pit the longest, moves on. Other times it's a all-or-nothing scenario. If you say you quit, you don't do the challenge, you're out. If you stay in the pit for a lot of time, you go advance. So it could be four people in the final round. It could be two. Sometimes what they do is it's a non-elimination game, and if you complete it the fastest or easiest, you get uh, a bonus prize, like here's a motorcycle or a trip or a car, courtesy of our friends at Mazda. Other times what happens is uh, people fuck up and they vomit and only one person completes the challenge of the four. So that means that what they do is uh, everyone comes back for the next game, but the one team for being the last one standing gets half of the bank or the $25,000. And they'll play for the other half, 
Uh, in the final challenge, now a lot of this is supposed to be horror, gross out. I should point out that a lot of Fear Factor challenges also try to go on a, uh, a fear of like weird things. Like I remember one was like, we're going to put needles in your skin. Ew, you're going to get needles in your skin and you're going to pull it out and there's going to be blood. Ew. Or you're going to get your head shaved. Ew, look at the bad haircut you're getting. Ah. And you're just, I'm just sitting there like, this is the shittiest fucking show. Just really, someone really probably thought like, yeah, we can't do bugs every episode. We can't do uh, snakes every episode. Uh, what else can we say? Uh, eat the hot dog fear factor style? No, that's an eating challenge. We can't do a he- eating challenge. We've already done like all of those. How about a pe- No, that's a food challenge. Fuck you. Um, well... I got a bad haircut. What if we just give them bad haircuts? Uh, fine. You know, tear gas, you know, because you feel like you can't breathe. What if we made that the challenge? You have to go into a tear gas booth. What if we force people into an isolation chamber, kind of like what they do to interrogate people in wars? Fine. F- fuck it. I fucking don't care. We go from, like, here's a really cool, like, monkey bar challenge to, uh, hey, I want you to transfer snakes or eels from one tank to another. We go into game three. Game three is the only thing I really enjoy about Fear Factor. If you ask me about Fear Factor, the first two acts fucking suck. They are usually the shittiest challenges because it's just uh, either A, embarrass yourself, or B, vomit on TV, or look stupid. Like, that's the only two. Why? So you can get to the final challenge for $50,000. And it's always something really fucking cool or really fucking dangerous. But it's always what I would say, because I probably, I, I, I say it's just like drained in my ear because of Universal. Game three is typically a stuntman challenge uh of some kind so we go from an everyday fear to oh no snakes and spiders to now something that's fucking cool that feels like you're actually in like an action movie of some kind uh in early seasons it was kind of like you're going to be sprung up in the air and then you must fire paintballs or uh you're going to bungee jump and you have to collect hoops and whoever collects the most hoops wins it's always some cool like like uh it's it's always gonna have like multiple fears attached to it which is always cool and it never is gross out unless it's the old gross out episode which fucking sucks but it's always something that makes you look really cool doing it even though there's a lot of safety equipment on the person uh so for instance you're going to be at uh you're going to go in a car while you're in the car, you're going to be high up and attached by a crane. When the air horn goes, you can get out of the car and must uh, remove all eight flags. Once you do, the car will crash. Then it's your job to dive in while the car is sinking. Using the keys attached to a buoy, open the trunk of the car, grab the safe, bring the safe out, unlock the safe with the key presented by me, and then if you uh, if you push the air horn the fastest, you win $50,000 on Fear Factor. That, that's kind of one. Or 
you will be here in the drag strip. You will be dragged across by this heavy car while explosions hit. Along the way, you have to knock out these little uh, cones. Whoever can knock out the most cones uh, wins Fear Factor today. Because you're getting dragged by a speedy car. Like, that's kind of like, oh, man, that's scary. Uh, or the joke that I always give as Fear Factor, especially when it was getting near the end of the Fear Factor series, uh, the original one, is the multi-part obstacle course of fear, I like to say, where it, Matt, like Joe Rogan like can't even hold a breath, goes, this is it, this is your final stunt. You will be on these jet skis driving across this river. Once you get across the ramp, you'll be you'll be trying to climb up this ladder. This ladder takes you to a helicopter where you must go across the helicopter and then you must descend onto a moving bus. When the bus is moving, you must go into the safety circle and then must sit in the seat. Once you're in the seat, you got to figure out which of the puzzle pieces you need. They're going to be yellow, not black. You must then escape from there, and then you must jump out of the bus and make sure you attach the puzzle pieces to the truck of a car, and whoever can complete the puzzle the fastest wins $50,000. What? <laughs> that's, that's what became a fear factor. And look, like... Fear Factor was a popular show. People really made a like watch Fear Factor. They kind of said this was the downfall of American television because, oh, we're just watching people eat gross shit and basically launching themselves out of a cannon and attaching themselves to a helicopter and trying not to drown to win $50,000, which isn't a million bucks like Survivor. And it was a big success for NBC. Now, you got to remember... When it came to game shows at the time, and reality television at the time, everyone was scrambling to get that one hit. CBS had two already ahead of themselves, Survivor and Big Brother, soon Amazing Race. Then you had ABC with The Bachelor and The Mole. NBC didn't really know what the fuck to do. Fear Factor ultimately became their sleeper hit. They were still in the idea of big money game show because ABC had Millionaire at the time. So you're going to see Weakest Link and Fear Factor be pushed as much as they can as their unscripted shows. Fox was the one that was pretty much at a loss for words because they were trying to do every sort of publicity stunt they can, everything from boot camp to uh, Joe Millionaire. It didn't really succeed. My big fat obnoxious boss does not really entice people to really watch television. But Fear Factor, with its weird take on uh, reality television was kind of a success. You have to remember, Survivor was about, uh, you know, social skills. Big Brother the same way. Uh, Amazing Race, yes, you lose on your own. Fear Factor is the exact same. You lose because you didn't do X the fastest, or you didn't get the most blanks in, or you didn't do this in the right amount of time. So, it became a game show where the physical challenges, even though they're on fear, were basically just kind of like hyper stupid versions of things you might have seen on Double Dare or Beat the Clock, just with more extreme, I'm putting in air quotes, uh, tenure. Instead of uh, bobbing for apples, you're bobbing for rats. Oh, gross. 
instead of bungee cords uh, pulling you on the on the aggro crag as you climb a mountain on guts, the bungee cords are attached to a crane three stories high, and that means you're going to be flying out of a building. Ooh. It's the same stunt work. It's just instead of a studio, it's outside. And the presentation, which at the time was J. Rupert Thompson, made it out to be kind of like either an action stunt show or vivid horror. Uh, they were really tight on, here's the close-up shots of people gagging, which people were against. Now, a common uh, question when it came to the show is, did anyone die on Fear Factor? Not in America's version. Thankfully not, but in, I believe, an Asian version, uh a contestant uh, got got hurt to the point of death. They got a concussion uh, in one of the stunts. Um, so, so it, it was, I believe, the Taiwan version of Fear Factor in their like first season. I I don't know, but Fear Factor had everything from like board games to a Game Boy Advance video game to like um ice cream there was fear factor ice cream with gumble with bubblegum eyeballs Ooh, gross and the only one i can kind of say was like well that kind of makes sense for fear factor was they had lollipops with actual like a bug in there kind of like what you would see in in some uh but it was like an edible bug it's like a clean bug like they actually use in fear factor i should point this out by the way uh, they're not going to kill the fucking contestants on Fear Factor. It's supposed to be the look of you're going to die. None of it happens. It's all incredibly safe. The things they use in the gross-out challenge is edible and clean. They actually make sure it's USDA-quality meat. It's all basically awful. They all basically they try to make awful into a secondary gross out challenge by trying to just uh, hype up why it's disgusting. Ew, it's organs. Ooh, it's kind of like you know, like when you find out haggis is sheep's guts. You're gonna be eating sheep's guts. Ooh, now how much sheep's guts you gotta eat is all depending on how well you do this when this little dart challenge in the beer in the Fear Factor pub. That's that's what they do on Fear Factor. So they don't really kill the contestants on these shows. There's, it's very limited harm. Uh, I mean, with the exception of if they had at one point as an idea for a challenge and no one ever did it, tattooing the Fear Factor logo on contestants as in permanently and none of them did it, which is like, yeah, you don't fucking do that. That's stupid. I think like things like the, the haircut thing, it was kind of like, oh, well, that's like a vanity thing. Maybe that makes sense. But, like, if I was going on Fear Factor, I would be... I don't want to, like, expect the unexpected, especially if the show has been on for three seasons. I think that was just kind of a problem they should have, like, avoided. They should have made it more like, look, you know the first challenge is going to be, like, climb up a ladder that's, like, five stories tall and then jump off it. And the second one's going to be, like... Uh, in the find the like find the flag in the alligator pit and then get out the fastest, and then the third one's going to be the uh go. You're attached to the back of a truck and you got to climb up the truck. Tag your partner who's going to go through this. That's always what a fear factor is. Now some of them are the original ones were solo runs 
And then they tried to do a pairs in the later half. Pairs were like newlyweds or family. Like original family was like, you know, father, son, or uh, it, it, it was all trying to be like different pair games and couples fear factor kind of helped that out. Cause then it became well, these challenges. One gets eliminated. They, uh, they like to change the rules up quite a bit. Uh, and I guess that was their, their try to catch up with their, their cop out with, you can't expect to see anything on fear factor. It's so terribly spooky. Uh, just no, fuck off. No, it's like the dumbest show. And like that, that's, I think why I, I kind of can't get angry at Joe Rogan. I know a lot of people have their thoughts on Joe Rogan either politically, because sometimes he says some really dumb shit. Or uh, based on what he says publicly, uh, or who he brings on as guests, but uh, Joe Rogan has kind of been one of those people where he kind of is ahead of the curve on a lot of things. UFC, for instance, before it became the big famous MMA organization, he was the like one of the first advocates for it because of his Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, when he got the Fear Factor job, he really thought he was only going to be there for one season. He thought this show is never going to air. I get paid. This is done. I'm the news radio guy. Everyone just assumes me to be like my news radio character. I'm not. So I'm going to be like just who I am in stand-up because I'm still a stand-up comedian. And that's what he did on Fear Factor. So... Yeah, Fear Factor did make Joe Rogan a bit popular, but he always, I think it comes with the modesty of a lot of game show hosts. He doesn't want to be the Fear Factor guy. He knows he's famous from that game show, but he's like, I don't fuck. Look, I show up every week and we're like, we're going to fucking, oh, okay. So contestants are going to be uh, basically in a BDSM session. Okay, what? Fuck this. You know, sure whatever how much am i getting paid 50 million okay fine uh 50 million is he's not getting paid 50 million but <laughs> i want to make the joke he gets paid like shitloads of money uh okay fine yeah, whatever because joe's not stupid like he he knows you have to be a, a ripe kind of asshole to agree to go on fear factor and I think he kind of know he knew that going into season two, like after first season where he thought this show's never going to last. Uh, yeah, the show is a success, Joe. Would you like to come in for season two? <sighs> well, I'm guessing getting paid double. So sure. Yeah. Okay, fine. He's like, you know what? I realized it's all these assholes are doing this because they're on television and they don't care that they're doing really shitty things and stupid things uh, and hurting themselves. They just want to be famous. So I don't fucking root for any of these assholes. They all suck. Fuck yeah, I'm going to be eating some animal penis. It, it, they're just going like, yeah, you're eating penis as close as we can get to very silly shit. You're eating penis. And I have to sit there going, yes, eat that penis. Eat that dick. Yeah, woo, yeah. They were thinking like they have no shame. This is So for me, I think Joe Rogan knew ahead of time the downfall of society before anyone else. <laughs> And that's why his show, if you ever see the Joe Rogan podcast, it's very nihilistic. I think he's nihilistic because Fear Factor fucking ruined him. 
this whole thought of like, yeah, I, I mean, I could be famous off acting or singing or, or some talent. No, I'm going to go on TV and I'm going to basically do modified jackass stunts. Woohoo. That is that he's just burnt himself to the point of he's going to do every drug he can just to forget the sight of like someone from the Cosby show eating like tarantulas like that. I think I don't blame him at all. The show gets canceled and it ends. Why could that be? Well, maybe no one really wanted Net Zero at, uh, presents Fear Factor in your home, where Joe Rogan comes to your home and you get to do a Fear Factor stunt of your own. And if you complete it, you get uh, some Capital One money. It was all just beginning ridiculous. I mean, my favorite one, my favorite gimmick Fear Factor is not the million dollar season. Uh, it was, they did one where it was natural disaster fear factor. And I will say, I will safely say that was actually my favorite, uh, episode because everything dealt with an environmental hazard. So, you know, like we're, you're going to have to be dealing with like flash floods and you got to be dealing with like rainstorms and forest fire, like fire and it's like wind and floods. Like, yeah, that's actually kind of real fears and i it kind of surprised me that they didn't really go into that environment uh more they kind of really wanted to do like the action hero the house is on fire get in grab the thing get out or they wanted to do the oh you're in the you're trapped underwater and the water is rising you gotta get out or else you sink challenge uh they never really like focus on like what if this happened? What if that happened? Uh, realities. And when they try to gross out, it's always like, well, you got to go through the tunnel, this little tunnel maze, and look at all the worms, and oh no, there's an alligator. Isn't that scary? Oh, oh no, look out, there's spiders, and oh, gross, look at the beetles and cockroaches. Ugh. <sighs> Fear Factor really did suck a whole lot. And I think the idea was, look, it sucks. And you had a lot of the uh, casting being, can we get like alpha dudes to say really shitty things to women? And at least I will give the benefit of, of Joe. The alpha assholes being mean to women, Joe didn't like that at all. And he would like get into physical fights with a lot of those people. Uh, so, so I kind of will say Joe's actually not that bad of a guy when he was doing Fear Factor. He was trying to stay into his, his Joe Rogan character self while still wishing he was never there, but not taking shit from anybody and defending when things were going horrible for others. So when the show ended, uh, Joe was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to do this shit anymore. Uh, I can go back to stand up and this is when he actually started his podcast the joe rogan experience which becomes like this apparently very successful podcast i say apparently because like i've only listened maybe four episodes and most of the time he is just stoned out on drugs and not making any lipping sense well like the guest is either like a jordan peterson reactionary conservative dipshit or bernie sanders and you're like why the fuck would bernie agree to doing this now, I'm not saying like, hey, Joe, you should have did that, but the, 
I think Joe is uh, uh, Joe comes from the perspective of open mind, keep an open mind on everything. If I actually had to like break into the perception of Joe Rogan, most of the time when he has an opinion, he doesn't believe it at all. Like he just wants an open mind, and he just is like, "Look, hear them out," and then like when you think something isn't right, ask them a question about it, and and pressure them into answering your question if they dodge it. Like that's that's Joe, in in my mind. While he's completely on on DMT and he's he's trying to figure out like where is he going next because he's probably burnt out because he has to do five different interviews and then he has to go to a UFC uh, announcing gig uh, in like on like a Friday. But his podcast becomes successful. It's one of the very very first podcasts to be on video. Uh, he records it everywhere it becomes a success we'll say it's a successful podcast for joe and this was after fear factor he's taking that breath of fresh air he's no longer the fear factor guy matt kunitz is in a oh shit well i can try and do doggy dog that was a success uh i can try my best with treasure hunters and lost and nbc basically says uh thank you but we're good uh so he ends up in the most special position out there endemol would hire him matt you have a vision nbc yeah that was good ideas you made some good ideas on those shows but what else do you have and he would come up with uh basically the one making a music star uh one of his first music shows he would also end up uh, executive producing Celebrity Circus. He would also create one of the most important game shows of the last 20 years. A show by the name of Wipeout. A slapstick sports competition series where people fall into water. More on that probably in a public episode. Probably to coincide with this episode. I do not know. But that is, a, that is in my favorites lineup. We're talking Wipeout. Wipeout got canceled. The Universal Studios still decided we should still do our live shows based on the success of Fear Factor in the early 2000s with a Fear Factor Live. Uh, in Fear Factor Live, available at Universal Orlando or Universal Hollywood, depending on which one you get, you get a different challenge. Um, Hollywood, because I'm from here, uh, the first challenge was uh, hang in a high challenge, which is the same at Hollywood. Hang as high as you can. When you let go, you're out of the show. They literally got six people to agree to do a Fear Factor live show in Universal Studios. Sign eligibility forms and compete for the show, but not doing this for the $50,000. I think they get like one day annual passes. I think like that's like one day passes good, good for another day. It's, it's embarrassingly bad. I think both versions did a hang em high challenge. In round two, uh, they would have a audience participation, snake, cockroach, scorpion tank, I think. Uh, and then they would do the eat the gross shit challenge. And it was always like, oh, look, we're blending stuff up. Drink it. And whoever uh, or bobbing for eels, I think was the other one. And then whoever did it the slowest is... Uh, is off the show leaving two people in their quote-unquote stuntman challenge 
just just run with it uh in the um, in hollywood's version they decided let's just do a pedal the wheel the fastest but as you pedal you get electrocuted harder and harder you're going to get shocked and once it reaches a certain maximum amount of volts which in reality was basically like cartoony amount of vibrations uh to the point of i think you pedal it 100 times uh your opponent would explode and uh, like get flung backwards and the show ends and you're the last one standing on stage so you're the fear factor champion if it was the universal hall uh, orlando they decided to just repurpose the wow wow west sun show you climb up the ladder you have to grab the flags well off the ladder then once you get all the flags you jump off the building once you jump off the build, you sl- actually you don't you you slide down a pole. Once you slide down the pole, you gotta run over to the car. Uh, you have to wait till you have to get the signal from the stunt person to fly to let the car go up. Once the car goes up, you gotta pull the flags off the car and then grab a big bazooka, the, the stunt bazooka. And once you hit the quote-unquote target, you win the show and the fear factor. It was still in process. As we were speaking, Fear Factor Live is no longer in Hollywood uh, because lots of issues. The stage is now where the special effects stage is in Hollywood. And even then, COVID took it away, so who gives a shit? Meanwhile, in Orlando, they would on and off bring back Fear Factor, even though the show gets canceled even to this day even when they did a rebooted version and a, a a ludicrous version of fear factor they still tune to the 2000s version of fear factor and it ends and now it's just an empty stage and now i think it's confirmed that fear factor live is officially gone from the park and they're going to make that a red zone for covid people because why the fuck why would you fucking open the park first of all and second, they're going to make it a, a stage for, like, entertainment. They're going to make it, like, outdoor entertainment. So get ready for Spider-Man Rocks to return. Hooray. Because uh, Wipeout was a success on ABC, they decided, well, wait a minute here. Uh, Wipeout is being pitched as Fear Factor if none of the gross which was like the dumbest pitch because it's not at all like Fear Factor. They don't even do a heights-based challenge. Most of their, like, at most you're going to fall maybe two stories, two and a half stories into water. You're going to slide down a big slide and then go into water. Like, that's about it. So that was a bad pitch. But Fear Factor decided to get a big reboot in 2011 on NBC. Joe Rogan already still a success at UFC, would agree to doing this reboot. And in this new version, it's all couples. And they're going to take everything you remember about Fear Factor and make it more extreme. So now they're flying 10 stories tall. Oh, they're in a big pool of blood. Uh, Now, not only are they going to get their head shaped, but their eyebrows. They're going to get covered in leeches. Ah, leeches. And they, it's all just horrible. And then one episode, one fucking stunt, one gross out challenge nearly 
ended not just Fear Factor, almost Joe Rogan's career, nearly canceled the show, even though the show eventually got canceled. It was a stunt, and this is not even a joke. They would have beer pints, like big, large beer pints, like 32 ounces of donkey piss and donkey jizz, semen and urine. One has to drink the urine, one has to drink the semen. And they fucking guzzle that shit in front of Joe Rogan. Joe was not pleased to be there. Joe thought this was a bit, a huge, like a hilarious prank. And no, they fucking did it. And it disgusted him. And when it wasn't, the censors did not see that happening. They didn't really figure that out. They pulled the episode. And then they pulled it again. They never aired the show. In fact, they you will never see the urine drinking except on foreign episodes if they aired the 2011 Fear Factor. This ended Fear Factor. Make The gross sounds were too gross for NBC that they decided, yeah, fuck this, we're not uh, doing that anymore. And it came to an end. So Joe Rogan uh, made fun of that. That became a bit on his podcast, his stand-up comedy, uh, and Fear Factor came, went to an end. The same stunts would be repurposed on things like Bullseye on Fox or 101 Ways to Leave a Game Show. And he, he it, it was like, we can't do Fear Factor anymore. We, we got too edgy to the point of we can't do the show anymore. And they did. Joe was no longer doing Fear Factor. And then three years ago, as in 2017, I think 2018 was the official release date, MTV, a cable channel, decided to bring back Fear Factor. But this time around, it's with Ludacris. And they decided, well, this is all about those millennials. And I'm going to tell you right now, it also fucking sucked. Sorry for your ears. I apologize. Um... It was the worst fucking, like, if Fear Factor in NBC was, like, everyday fear, and then you would get a, a gross out, and then a, and then the Stuntman show. 2011 was, the Stuntman was the first challenge, but it was, like, a lighter version of that. Then the big old gross out, and then even more extreme, double the extreme of the Stuntman show, where it was, like, two parts and very complicated and mostly led with you're disqualified because you forgot to tag your partner in this one thing and they went without sh-. like that was it was fucking shit Ludacris's mtv version uh but we have to tone it down a bit but we have to make sure there's still scares and we have to still make sure like there's challenges and everything is about those dang millennials. It really was just fucking like, you dang internet people on your smartphones and your TikToks. Well, we're going to make sure you deal with everyday fears. Like, uh, oh, what if we put your smartphone in a grinder? We're picking your actual iPhone and smashing it up. Now you can't use your Ubers, you dang millennials. Like, that was Fear Factor ludicrous. They fucking tried to do in some regard like, look, we're looking at your social media history and we're posting your nudes on public uh, television. Where your 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 phone is getting submerged in water and you can't use it anymore. 
it's all or they didn't have a budget so eat the spicy food eat, uh, drink the gross shit i don't know what's in it but it's gross you're eating the gross thing right you're this is just like the shit i see on internet videos eat the ghost pepper <laughs> you're eating the gross pe- you're now you're don't you can't no it's gross this is step on uh, uh broken glass and legos Literally, they did have a challenge where they had to walk on Legos barefoot. What a scary challenge. You got to think. They went from Joe Rogan telling people to drink donkey urine to stepping on Legos. And we're going to take a hammer to your phone. Like, that's... It's... It's shit. It's, it reminds me of I want my phone back. That, that shitty uh, comedy show, too, where it was almost exactly the same. Like, we're going to text your mom stupid things about you. <laughs> I, that That's the same level of comedy and fear on Fear Factor. So the first challenge was the... Uh, was always something involving animals. So it was the alligator. It was a bird. It was uh, snakes, spiders, just all the other same shit. Round two is, oop, I ate something gross, or oh no, something stupid is happening to me. Like I'm getting covered in hot wax, and I have to free myself from the BDSM session. And then round three, which would normally be a really cool stuntman challenge, is now a team version of a normally first round stuntman challenge. So it's the uh, keep climbing up this uh, stair, and then if you fall in the water, the time ends. Whoever's doing the climb the ladder the the most, the fastest wins. Whoever falls down in the shortest time is out. Or, hey, I want you to rescue the the mannequin from the car, uh, and whoever does it the fastest wins. It's like not at all. It is the it's very tame fear factor, mixed with you dang millennials, mixed with aha the snake bit you in the eyeball, ha ha. It it was it, it's really was shit. It's like. None of Fear Factor Ludicrous was fun to watch. At least with like NBC's run, I can look at like the Stuntman Challenge and go like, well, that's kind of cool. You don't see that on any other game show. Gross Out is just padding because, oh, no, snakes and spiders is everyone's usual like animal fear. And, oh, you, you ate gross shit. You're going to vomit. Your body, your body is quitting for you. Ugh. MTV really didn't know what the fuck to do. Uh, and they made two seasons of that. And at no point do I go, man, I really wanted to see Jersey Shore uh, with their necks up and then get buried alive with sand until they drop a ball, in which case the sand drops. I don't want an endurance challenge kind of show. This is stupid. This is like this is not at all exciting. This feels like... Fear factor for the purpose of celebrities doing weird shit. Isn't that silly? Whoa, Nelly. And Ludacris being ludicrous. Like, you got one of the stars of the Fast and Furious films. You got a talented musical artist. He's just sitting there trying his hardest to be like, 
This is just pinball, Fear Factor style. This is just paintball, but now you're naked. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, no, it does. It just doesn't work that way. Fear Factor is supposed to be about like I think that the idea of Fear Factor was originally supposed to be facing your fears to win cash prizes, and it became more of just like physical challenges to win cash prizes that have some element of if you have this fear, you're not going to succeed. And NBC went over the top in their reboot version that it collapsed and was shit. And Ludacris's version was very lame in the sense of budgetary reasons. And they did not know their audience well enough except to go, you dang millennials, you're always on your phones and social media. You, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I kind of look back at like Fear Factor early, like first two, three seasons when, yeah, there was like the gross sound or whatever. But sometimes like it was like if you can do something that was kind of like, um, I hate to do oh, snakes and spiders and UA is something gross. But if you were to do something that was like, if stunt one was like, uh, you have to uh, like do a high dive or something. Like it's always like a high dive closest to a target, for instance, or a a uh, you gotta go and drop into the box or drop this there, like a heights challenge or a water challenge. Like yeah, go for that. Round two, I think, should be more of like a maze. It should be more like a I hate to say like a haunted house. But it should feel like, you know, if you're going to like if you're going to do it, like make, make it like a crawl in something while there's the worms and the spiders or whatever uh, and, and free yourself like like or like while the shackles are going, uh, get out out of this weird house or something like you got to go with like present it like a horror movie in these regards. And then the third, you have to do something that's kind of like the stuntman challenge it's like wow you made it out now you gotta do the grand escape like i think that's the problem it's it needs to be like the introduction it needs to act like a horror movie like introduction rising action climax so when you get to that act three it's a really really cool game and challenge and that's when you finish the show a lot of people like to plagiarize fear factor a lot of shows like to do oh no snakes and spiders you ate something gross Fear Factor was more modest with that, even though in the 2011 version, they try not to be. I think it's because they wanted to be so extreme to the point of every other show takes the step back and go, no, we're the show that does the fears. Fuck you. And me, I guess they did. They were the shows that did the fears. But it's not an intriguing format enough that you keep audiences watching. You're only going to get a subsection of people, which is the people who love the Schlaffenfraud. You know, the look at that asshole getting what they deserve. They're screaming for help and they're crying. Ha 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 ha. That's all you get with Fear Factor. To me, that's not, that's not what makes a game show a good game show. You either have a play-along factor, you have an aspirational aspect. If your thought is, if I was on Fear Factor, I can do that, you have something messed up in your brain. And, and I, I'm not even kidding. Like, no. Why would you want to do Fear Factor? Me, like, I don't think I would do well on Fear Factor. 
not because like i'm a fraidy cat i hate jump scares but like i would be seeing the height challenge and i'll just be going like yeah i'm not coordinated enough i'm gonna fucking screw this up and be eliminated the first challenge the the gross out shit's just gonna be like no i'm good bye (laughs) like i'm just gonna be that stupid and cowardly like nah i'm not really going to embarrass myself anymore bye even though round three seems like a lot of fun. Like, that's the only cool thing is that round three helicopter jet ski truck challenge. So, I to, to me, like, Fear Factor isn't really that good of, of a game show. It has significance. It is the show that pioneers Ono, Snakes, and Spiders, you might just ate something gross. At least in America. Which means that Matt Kunitz is way ahead of itself. Now, keep in mind, Fear Factor is not doing anything new. They did the eat something gross in the first season of Survivor, for instance. But there's something about the heights challenges and the uh, the the stuntmen challenges that make it appealing in a way that you can kind of see where people were coming from when they say they were a fan of Fear Factor. That's why I can't really full on say this show fucking sucks. It's the worst fucking thing ever. You can kind of see in certain areas where the show is, especially on like a deep psychological level. But at the same time, it's horrendous to watch. And I don't want to watch people vomit in a bucket with a Fear Factor emblem. Why would I do that? But I will tell you that because of this show, you had that trend People getting pushed in the water is another trend, and that's Wipeout. So Matt Kunitz, believe it or not, as provocative as he might be for doing these shows, does have a vision in the world of television, and it's one that kind of sets the bar for what everyone else is going to do. So for that, you got to think Matt Kunitz. He is actually pretty much a game show genius in today's world. That's going to do it for us here today. Thank you so much for your Patreon donations. I don't know why I decided to do another episode, talk about Fear Factor, but hey, maybe you want me venting about Fear Factor, in which case this episode's for you. Uh, So let's go through it uh, the same way that Joe Rogan would. You did it, buddy. You remember the original version when Joe Rogan was talking to people screaming very loud, the 2011 reboot when they drank the donkey semen, and the ludicrous version where they had a lack of a budget and no appeal. You are our Fear Factor champion, and evidently, fear is not a factor for you. Yay.